I decided to get certified in plant-based nutrition just to have the information in case anyone asked me questions. Right. And in learning more, I realized, oh my God, this country, not Germany, in the US, there's like, there are not enough regulations to protect us from what they do to our food. And I don't want to feed my children this way. And actually eating vegan and eating organic is the best way to like eat here. So I decided to, for my new resolution, I was going to go vegan, finally. Um, which was like at the very end of my pregnancy because my kids were born one week later. <laughs> and I, because I didn't want to nurse them, you know, eating that way. I'm Jackie Reed, Emmy Award winning journalist, longtime TV and radio host, and vegan. I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy, delicious, inexpensive, healthy, and fun eating vegan can be. We'll also talk wellness and just how we can make the world a better place. This is the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Hey, Vegan Sexy Cool family. Hopefully all is well with you and your loved ones and you're all staying safe during these crazy times. Hey, we're back with another episode and we're talking about food. My guest is chef, author, talk show host, mother of twins, Portia Thomas. Now, she is also the daughter of Atlanta restaurateur and businessman Peter Thomas, who we have seen from time to time on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And her adorable twins, they actually take turns playing the fifth and youngest child, Devante, of the Johnson clan on the hit ABC show, Blackish. Aren't those babies so cute? Well, listen, today Portia talks about her perspective on motherhood as it relates to veganism and how her body and health has changed after living on a plant-based diet. We also talk vegan versions of some of your favorite soul food dishes. And just to note everybody, now this show was recorded towards the end of 2020, so you will hear some references to that. All right, let's get to it. So Portia, welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. I have been wanting to interview you for the longest time, so I'm glad that this is finally I know, thank you for being so patient. Life has been interesting. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I say no one needs to apologize for just about anything. All you have to say, you know, COVID. (laughs) Just COVID. Yeah, it's like the best excuse. Before it was like the kids, now it's like COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, you know, like no, no explanation necessary. I'm glad that you are actually here. And I love that you are drinking wine. (laughs) I wish I had a glass. um, Because I tell you, it's been a crazy day. Um, But you are in Germany right now. What time is it there? It's 9.35. It's late in the evening. I love that. And um, I just heard today, they announced today that we're locking down again next week here. Oh, really? But it doesn't include schools, which my kids are in school here, which is why I'm here. Right. So I'm like, oh, whatever. As long as I can still send them away every day. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not doing anything anyway. <laughs> you need that break, right? Oh, my God. All my, ki- all my friends with kids are like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And they were so glad that the ones who lived in areas where they had the option to send their kids to school, they were like, you have no idea. As long as it's safe. You know what I yeah. mean? for them to go, to have them, I mean, because, wow, it was months and months and months of them being home with you. So you moved there um, so the kids could, so it's a little bit more freedom, right? 
yeah, I mean, you know, the playgrounds have been open. It's like, you know, they kind of had it, had it. It's, you know, it's a second wave now, so nobody's got anything under control right now. But they had it under control, so, like, the playgrounds are open. You know, they go to soccer every week. They go to gymnastics every week, and they have school. Yeah. So it's like, for that, it was for them to just, like, not have to be in the house all day with me. Yeah, I love that. And me pulling my hair out, <laughs> and then watching me pull my hair out. So. Right, right. <laughs> better for everybody and, and twins I would think you have twins and I would think it's just you know what's it like uh it's a blessing you know, actually because they really? have each other mm. they have each other it's like these kids have been like in the house just with like as the only child sometimes oh. or you know they have older or younger siblings but it's like they don't have like a peer and so like they're like each other's peers so it actually made COVID like less horrible they didn't really miss other kids because yeah. they're just like playing with each other all day. Yeah, and as twins, I would think they're so connected, even more so than just regular siblings. Oh yeah, right. They also get sick of each other, but like it's like they have like a person their own age to play with all the time. Yeah. Oh, so that's dream come true. So important. Dream come true. Well, I wanted to talk to you because I just love your story um, of being a vegan chef. You know, and I just want to talk about that journey to get there. About how you uh, became vegan and then how you just landed in this place. Because I love how it's just kind of like, you know, it was intentional, but you did it in such a way that it was. It's, it's so very, intentional and like unintentional at the same time. Right, it's very right. organic. It's a perfect mixture. And that's what I love about it so much. So let's start with how you um, ended up deciding I want to eat vegan. I mean, I guess the story actually begins like seven years before the actual story, which is when I went, I became like severely lactose intolerant, which I guess can happen to adults. Yeah. You know, you can just wake up one day and not be able to process dairy in your body anymore. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. Like one day I ate like something with dairy and I got so sick and I thought I was just caught something so I like meant I took care of myself like a week went by I was like all right I'm better I'm going to Pinkberry <laughs> got sick oh. and then I was like oh my god and then like it was like two or three more times a friend had to send her husband because I was on the floor in my apartment she had to send her husband to drive into the emergency room because like it's like for me it's like food poisoning it's horrible right. oh and, and they were like stop feeding dairy and I was like no no I don't I'm not like was intolerant they're like but you are now and I was like that wasn't the other day and they're like well now you are <laughs> so that's kind of what happened so I was living alone and I couldn't eat dairy anymore and living alone I wasn't really cooking meat for myself yeah so by accident I was vegan at home yeah I would go to the restaurants with my friends and eat a bacon cheeseburger <laughs> and I would go home and eat like quinoa and lentils and beans and like just whatever you know mm -hmm. and and it was just, so it was very like not intentional at all and you know Russell Simmons is like my best friend he's my children's godfather mm -hmm. and so I was hanging out with him one Thanksgiving Thanksgiving was coming up and I'm like what's your plan and he goes I don't know my kids are gonna be with their mom they're going somewhere and I was like well we should do something I'm like you know I can cook and he's like you can't cook and I'm like I can cook and he's like well it has to be vegan and I was like that's kind of how I cook anyway so we invited a few people and I made like a bunch of food because it's something that I've, well, I've been doing for years is I love to entertain with food and get all the glory and all the attention <laughs> and so that's what happened and we're like oh who made this this is vegan like what and uh and so we like it became like our own like little family tradition we did Thanksgiving for like five years together 
Wow. Uh, and every year it was like more and more people and I would cook it all by myself and people would say, should, we, should I bring something? I can bring my, I make this. And I'm like, no, I got it. <laughs> like I wanted all the glory. <laughs> I, I love nobody else to bring something good and somebody say their food was good. I'm like, it's never one of my food. So I wanted there to be like no confusion. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I made everything and that was like our thing. And so after the first year, he's like, you know, why don't you like, cook for my dinner parties like he loves to entertain because he hates to be alone so he always has parties and so I started cooking for his dinner parties and then I started cooking just for him and then I started shopping for him because he's not going to Whole Foods and you know and, and I and it, it kind of kept me up on like the vegan game and like what was going on meanwhile I'm not vegan <laughs> you know and then I became pregnant and you know we would be at Soho House and I'm like in the fried chicken you know during brunch Sunday brunch and he's like I can't believe you're feeding that to your unborn babies do you know how many you know how many hormones and antibiotics and you know pesticides and all this stuff and I'm like oh you're so annoying leave me alone <laughs> but then I started the, you know I guess he started to get into my head because I'm like well I guess if I'm cooking for not just him now now I'm cooking for other people maybe I should know like more about this vegan thing <laughs> so I decided to get certified in plant-based nutrition just to have the information in case anyone asked me questions right and in learning more I realized oh my god this country not Germany in the, the U.S. they're like there are not enough regulations to protect us from what they do to our food and I don't want to feed my children this way and actually eating vegan and eating organic is the best way to like eat here so I decided to, for my New Year's resolution, I was going to go vegan, finally, um, which was like at the very end of my pregnancy, because my kids were born one week later. <laughs> and I, because I didn't want to nurse them, you know, eating that way yeah. either, you know, because they're still getting it. So that's what happened. So I, I, I decided to go vegan on December 30th. I, I did it a day early because on New Year's Eve, I had the option to order meat and I just didn't want it. And then, you know, and then they were born a week later and I've been vegan ever since. And had by accident. By accident. <laughs> I, but I love that story. I love that you were preparing all this food, like this massive gathering, and you're cooking all this food and you're shopping and doing all these things. And meanwhile, you're not yet a vegan. You know what I mean? Already. Yeah. yeah. But 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 your friend was in your ear, like constantly kind of saying, Come on, man. Now do I'm you find mad. do you find yourself now? having those conversations with people that are not vegan, that are in your circle and catch it, either catching yourself or intentionally. I intentionally try not to be annoying because I also know personally that when someone is preaching, they're not received as well most yeah. of the time. And I don't ever like to be preachy because I don't like to be preached at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, like now, you know, my kids are getting older and they're starting to eat different things. <laughs> <laughs> when they're not with me and I'm like oh, I just want you to know what it is just so you know you know you're four years old you, you know how cute those animals are you know that's what that is so you know I do like to drop gems on people just in case they didn't know like well I just want you to know you know but it's like in a very non-judgmental safe way where it's like eat what you're gonna eat I really don't care what you're eating right next to me but like you should know, <laughs> yeah. you know, what they do, especially in America, what they do to the food. They're like, you know, the things that they put in our food, it's like not even legal here in yeah. Germany. Yeah. You know, so it's crazy. It is crazy. But I, I mean, I think moms have the right to be a little preachy and naggy with the kids, right? 
because they're the, I think yeah. with them, they're, if anybody, those are the ones that you can be that, that way with. But I, I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you kind of let your kids eat what they want. I've interviewed people um, who have children and they want their children to eat vegan, um, particularly at a young age. You did not make that decision for your kids? I mean, I always make their food, so they eat what I make. Uh, so I absolutely was like, you know, I'm raising them vegan. But I always said that once they were old enough to decide, I didn't want them to go to a birthday party and say, no, you can't have that cake. Yeah. No, you can't try that chicken, you know, like that all your friends are eating. I didn't want to be like that because that's kind of buzzkill. And I didn't want to like, you know, take away from any of their experiences. I didn't want them to be at school and there's a birthday party and they can't participate in a pizza party. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get um, I didn't, so I didn't want to do that. And plus their dad is like not vegan at all. He's German. <laughs> so it's like the opposite kind of a diet. So I, I always said once they were old enough to de- like to decide to eat something, I, I wasn't going to stop them, but I will let them know like what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at now. You know, now we're in Germany and, you know, they're, but they're back and forth between their dad and I, he and I are very close still. And so like, I'll be over there while they're about to start dinner and I'm getting ready to leave. And they're always like, Papa, give me sausage. And I'm like, I can't even wait till I leave. Like, eat it in my face, you know? And, you know, and now they'll come back and August goes, you know, mama, papa, give me egg. I like egg. And I've been like egg phobic since I was seven years old. Like egg, what? Gross. Like, don't tell me this. Like, this is horrible. And they're kind of starting to like patronize me. They're old enough to realize this bothers mom. Let's like rub it in. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting. I I always say, you know, kids, we fight to get our kids to eat. So if my kids want to eat food, that's not necessarily the food I want them to eat. I'm still not going to say don't eat that food. It's food and I just want them to eat what they want to eat at this point. You know what I mean? Right. Especially at this age. It's interesting. You have just such great energy and just kind of like this Zen approach to, you know, to life. It feels like your energy. uh, I, I love that. But I wonder if now that you've been vegan for as long as you have, if I know you started out learning about, you know, nutrition wise, that it was better for you based on what was happening with the food um, in the U.S. But what other uh, reasons uh, have you because I, I find like, you know, um, something will be your gateway into it. Right. Whether it's nutrition, yeah. whether it's ethics for animals, whether it's the environment like nutrition was kind of your gateway. Yeah. Like, but what else? Health, health definitely was, honestly, I love animals, but like, that's not my drive. And yeah, I'm not yeah. going to like pretend that it is. Like, I do think that animals are born into suffering and I think it's a horrible, horrible system, but that is not the thing that drives me like at all. Yeah. You know, the planet does drive me a bit, but I also feel like as a human being and as a mom, I can only do so much. I can't recycle every single thing. I can't like be sitting here with a compost kit. I can't do all of I can't do I can only do what I can do. And I'm like, all right, I'm eating vegan. That's kind of my part. And I recycle mostly. And like, you know, I I I don't strive for perfection um, because I feel like that's just too like hard. <laughs> and I don't need, life is already hard. <laughs> but why, I mean? when did so, you come to that though? When did you, like, when, when did you arrive at this self-awareness that you did not want to be perfect? I don't know if maybe from how I was raised. I think I've always sort of been that way. I, I'm That's pretty, a blessing. 
Yeah, I'm pretty, it's funny. I used to be a lot more neurotic and I don't know. Something happened after I turned 25 where I just was like, eh, I'm not, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, like, I used to like travel with folios. <laughs> I used to have like folders and I used to print out like top restaurants, top museums and like literally map. Okay, if I went to this museum and this restaurant on this day, okay, here's my travel route. I used to be crazy. And then one day I was like, mm, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> and then I kind of just was like started winging it so I don't know for me it just was something that just happened I just like you know threw my hands up and said nah I think it's a great quality to have. I really do. I admire that. So, okay. So let's talk about food. Let's start yeah, with yeah. when you were cooking all this great food, you know, cause holiday season is fast approaching. What kind of foods were you preparing, particularly for holiday table? Tell me about some of the dishes. So my forte is Thanksgiving anyway. So people were like, oh, you know, I want to be vegan because I want to lose weight. I'm like, I'm not your girl. I'm not trying to, I don't cook for losing weight. I put all the vegan butter, like, you know, and everything. So that's not like my jam. But I I make the things that I loved growing up. And Thanksgiving, Christmas time, like that type of eating, that style of food is like all I care about in this whole wide world is like comfort food. Yeah. So I make what I like. Was it, challenging, was it challenging figuring out, um, did you follow recipes? Did you experiment? Like, how did you figure out how to match those flavors in like a mac and cheese that you had growing up with a vegan mac and cheese? So I always, you know, when I help people learn how to go vegan, I use substitution a lot. So there's a lot of substitution involved, you know, it's like there's so many products available on the market now that like it's they make it really easy you know you need cheese well there's vegan cheese you need meat well there's vegan meat you need like you know like a, a neck bone well we got liquid smoke or smoked paprika you know I also for fun read recipes yeah and so I started reading like vegan recipes just to see like how are people making these things and just kind of like seeing like the variety of ways that people approach these things and kind of figuring out, okay, like what makes sense for me or what sounds like the easiest or the yummiest, like to me. So I kind of like adapt things that I read, you know, and like play with them and manipulate them to create, you know, the foods that I like, you know, for me, it was like collard greens. I love collard greens. Well, I'm not going to put like a ham hock or a neck bone, but I discovered liquid smoke and paprika. And I'm like, okay, if you like season the heck out of things and not in that way that a lot of vegan restaurants do where they just make everything too spicy. Yeah. Cause my acid reflux don't play. <laughs> like I can't, <laughs> that's not my life. <laughs> so it's like, you can have flavor without like your eyes water. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you know, really playing with like seasonings. Um, I find that, yeah, I was able to figure out kind of everything that I love vegan yeah mac and cheese you know lasagna my mom makes like a mean lasagna I basically make my mother's lasagna but instead of ricotta which always weirded me out by the way mm -hmm. um I discovered this hazelnut ricotta recipe and then I found like if I like season it better it has like way more flavor and also <laughs> it's like less weird than actual ricotta because yeah. it's not as weird to me you know so it's just kind of like playing with different ideas and putting them together to like make my own yeah, I, it's so funny you say that. I'm not a big fan of regular ricotta either. Um, I don't know. It's just something about the consistency of it and just the flavoring. It just didn't work for me. But I was glad yeah. that with lasagna that there were so many other flavors going on that I could get through it. But a lot of times I would be scraping out the ricotta. Yeah. <laughs> 
awkward enough to exactly ricotta is weird (laughs) so so talk to me about cheese though not just this um ricotta that you ended up making but like cheese is one of the biggest hurdles for so many people like what are some of your favorite um store brand vegan cheeses and are you just good with making it on your own since you're a chef i do both actually like when i do my lasagna i make my hazelnut ricotta but i also buy like vegan mozzarella shreds you know when i make my mac and cheese i'll make my butternut squash cashew cheese but then i'll melt in like some dyer or follow your heart shreds you know so people are like i don't like the taste or the texture well it don't matter like mix it in you just really i use it for like the consistency and a little bit of the flavor especially if you can find pepper jack you know so it's like you know when you melt that pepper jack into like your own cheese sauce it's it's like real cheese you know when you bake your mac and cheese and you put the breadcrumbs on top because don't give me no mac and cheese that don't have crust and breadcrumbs on top i need a corner right yes (laughs) yes Okay. Um, you know, I, I, it, it gives it that stretch that, you know, that gooey nice stretch that you get, you know, when you cut that slice and lift it up, you know, yeah. and it's, it makes the sound when you're stirring it, that cheese squishy sound that I love, you know, uh-huh. so it's just kind of like using all of the tools that are available to us, really. Yeah. Have you tried uh, Miyoko's pepper jack shreds or their sharp cheddar shreds? Wait, they have shreds? Yes. When did this, did this happen since I left? Because <laughs> I feel like. It's fairly yeah. new. I discovered it this Oh my time. God. It's so crazy good. Crazy. Because oh, their mozzarella block was. Whew. Let me tell you, their cheese is incredible to me and their butter. It's one of my favorite go-tos, but they have shredded pepper jack. That's to die for. And they have a shredded cheddar. That's like a sharp cheddar. It's so good. I'm missing it, that right now. I know it cooks up really. You need to you need to get you some of that. It's so oh my gosh, so good. So let's talk. I was waiting for them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this cookbook that you have because mm-hmm. when Portia did you say okay, not only am I you know cooking for the for these parties and cooking you know for my friend, but when did you realize like hey, I'm, this, I need to really do something with this. I need to put these recipes out there so other people can have access to them. Um, I think it was more like Russell saying, you got to do this and you got to <laughs> do this together. Let's do that together. He is like your manager. He is like he really manager. Oh, God, that's my hustle man over there. Like, he's just, you know, so we were actually doing the cookbook together. And then everything, you know, happened with him. And so that kind of went away. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of was like, all right, so what do I do now? And I thought, well, you know, I, I guess I could just like self-publish. Let me try it. And at the same time, you know, I, I had this idea to do this course. Because for me, as much, I love cooking because it's therapeutic for me. And also like, I like the attention that I get from cooking. But like, I never thought of it as like, I want to be a chef. Because I always... In high school, I, my dad is like, you have to apply to college. And I'm like, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be a chef. I'm going to culinary school. And then he's like, oh, you know, so I applied to all these culinary schools. I got into CIA. I got into Le Cordon Bleu. And my dad's like so hype about it. And he's like, as soon as you graduate, you can come work in my restaurant. And I was like, never mind. And I didn't go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so rebellious. So for me, it was always like, once it became work, it took the fun out of it, which is still the case for me. But the thing that was like, that made it important to me is that I felt like I was getting, I would post like 
pictures of my food. I would post recipes. And, you know, our community, you know, like people like us would write to me and say, you know, I feel like this diet, you know, like, yeah, Beyonce is vegan because she has like chefs, you know, like where I live, you know, you can't get this stuff. I can't afford to eat like that. It's too expensive. And I feel like there were all these misconceptions yeah. and it like broke my heart because I was like, no, like everyone can eat like this, you know, maybe like you modify it a little bit, but, but it's, it is possible. And I felt like it felt so out of reach to a lot of people. So it became important to me to educate people on like how to, to do it, you know, how accessible things are, how it doesn't have to be expensive. But yes, if you buy a lot of processed foods, it can be expensive, but guess what else is expensive? Meat, yeah. you know? Yes. So it became very important to me to like educate people on that. So I started, so I created this online course at the same time that I was doing the book and I kind of rolled them out together. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. I think that is so yeah. brilliant um, and such great recipes. And we're going to have some of those recipes on the Vegan Sexy Cool website. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm going to try so <laughs> many of them because I think we have the same taste buds. Like I love, I'm from Atlanta, so I love good Southern soul food. And so I love trying to recreate, recreate those flavors, especially during oh, yeah. the holiday season. Oh my um, gosh. So I'm, I'm very excited about digging into your recipes. So let's talk about, um, you know, I know you were doing some on YouTube and now you're kind of doing it on, on Instagram, um, but you were also yeah. part of a cooking show and the fans want you back on this cooking show. <laughs> it's all Are your cooking show days over or do, do you kind of like doing your own thing? Uh, I don't know that. You know, I kind of just go with how I feel in the moment. So the cooking show happened and it was like, you know, my producer was like, I'm going to get you a cooking show. And I was like, nah, I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here writing. <laughs> she's like, whatever, I'm going to get a cooking show. And then she like went and got me a cooking show. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing this cooking show now. And, so, and I did it. And we shot, what was it, uh, 10 episodes in like four days. Wow. 12 episodes before. it was a lot it was insane it was like the most grueling week of my whole entire life yeah and it was very intense but it was like super fun the show format was sh like a shorter format which is like an experiment it was on um Clio TV which is like you know a new network yeah. and it was like a really cool opportunity I got to co-host Chef Gennard Wells yeah. you know who's like a Creole southern chef yeah um it is interesting that uh, I was not invited back <laughs> You know, they like, felt like, well, what I was told was that they felt like the vegan thing was like, just needed its own, you know, it, it, its own show, you know, it needed to kind of like do its own thing. And that they, I don't know if they felt like their audience was ready for the vegan thing, but the messages that I'm getting show that that's not actually yeah. the case, especially during COVID. Right, right. <laughs> you know, where the people that have suffered the most are the people that needed to have that diet the most. Not necessarily, you know, the, the, the style of cooking that is currently happening right. on that show. So, and black people, that's a, we're the fastest growing group of people that are becoming vegans. How'd they miss that memo? I don't know, but it was missed. Well, <laughs> it was everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And, and people still can find you and your recipes and, and all of those wonderful and, things. I'm loving this like reels. Well, both because like all of my followers are on Instagram. Otherwise I wouldn't be on TikTok, but like all of my followers are on Instagram. So I, it was important for me to just do it there. 
Yeah. And this quick 15 second format, for me, I love it because it's kind of like how I like to receive information. I'm not really a girl who wants to sit and watch a 20 minute YouTube video. <laughs> you know, person, I don't have the time all the time to do it, but it's like little 15 second reel is just get like quick little screenshots of like, okay, this is how I make this. It's very like easily digestible. Yeah. And then the recipe is always right there in the caption. I, right now I'm like really enjoying this little format. I love that. So give me some advice, Portia. I, um, so I, you know, I've been cooking all my life. I'm, you know, a a little home cook. I definitely am nowhere near (laughs) a chef, not by any stretch of the imagination. Me neither. Listen, no, but you got got some skills. I mean, I'm thinking about taking a a cooking class um, in the, in January. It's like a nine week uh, cooking class from Forks Over Knives. Um, and it's really intensive, but I want to take that. But then I also was like, should I take a, nutri- a vegan nutrition class first? Like what would, what steps would you take for someone like me that really wants to eventually, I want to put my own recipes out there. What would you, what would you suggest? I mean, you say that you're reading a lot of recipes. I feel like here's the thing. <laughs> I have this specific feeling towards certain types of education nowadays, because I feel like the, the access to information that we have is like crazy. You can literally learn anything and everything on the internet. I almost feel like college is like, I'm actually trying to be a doctor or a lawyer, like, oh yeah, college. Like, you know, and, and I, I know that that's like not how a lot of people feel because that's not how it's been, but I feel like that's where it's going. Um, but if, if, but if you feel like you would get joy from taking a class, I absolutely think you should take a class. For me, it was important to understand the health benefits because I feel like when I'm approached, I'm mostly approached with, you know, nutrition questions and health questions. And that for me was what was important to answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also it, it also helped with my motivation and my drive. You know, it helped me like know why I was doing what I was doing. Yeah. So I guess for you it's like it's important to just decide like, do I just want to go and play or do I want to like, you know, strengthen my why, you know, and also be you know, I feel like with with the education you're able to help others also. Yeah. which for me was like the point. So I guess, you know, it's like this, just figuring out kind of where you're at with that. Yeah, I get that. Because if you're cooking already, you probably know a lot more than you think you know. Because some people yeah. know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me about this cheese that I didn't even know about yet. Oh, so I feel you. like you're, you probably know a lot more than you think you know. I have learned a lot. I mean, I... um. I, uh, you know, I'm cooking, I do purple carrot, you know, the, the milk uh, purple carrot is fun. And I've learned a lot from that. I mean, I, I, you would not have, have convinced me to eat a chickpea before, but the way that they, you know, spice them up okay. and toast them. I had never toasted chickpeas before, man, the things that I cook with purple carrot, it's a, so now it's opened up a whole new world of flavors and dishes to me. So that made me even wanted to, to learn even more. So I have learned a lot. I think you probably know more than you're probably going to learn. In the class. <laughs> you know, honestly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, let me tell you. But I'll- if you think it would be fun for you, then obviously do that. Cause like, it's fun. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm trying to decide whether to put the time, the limited time that I have into that or nutrition or nutrition class, you know, a course of nutrition classes. That's yeah. the side. 
with where I am right there. But no, that's that's some good advice. So do you have another cookbook in you? Are you eager to make another cookbook or are you just like, it'll happen? When um, at this moment, not necessarily, but I am thinking, and I, I have been thinking about like a book that was more geared towards like, you know, children. Yeah. But I feel like my kids are still like not quite at that age yet. So I'm kind of feeling them out to see like when they're going to be ready to start really like getting into the kitchen and finding like recipes that parents can make with their kids like super easy. Yeah. So that I think that might be my next cookbook situation. I am writing a children's book right now. Yeah. Um, so that's, I've sort of shifted. I kind of like do the cooking thing. I do it when I feel like it. And that's just kind of <laughs> how my approach to it. You know, it's like, eh, like for months, I didn't want to cook. And now suddenly lately, I'm feeling like, you know, recipes are like popping in my head. Like, oh, I should try this. You know, it's, yeah. so it's like things just come to me now. And so it's like coming back. I love that. Tell me more about the children's book, the one that you're writing that's not food related. Uh, so I'm working on a, a series of children's books based on my children. Uh, their names are August and Berlin, uh, and they're twins. So it's, you know, the series is August Berlin, August and Berlin, twins, but different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'm working on a book that's about their differences, you know, they're twins and they're brothers, but they're like individuals, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on one where it's like, you know, about them being biracial because their father's German and I'm, you know, I'm black. Um, I'm working on one, you know, August of Berlin have two homes because, you know, they're the product of divorced parents, you know, who make everything work perfectly still for them. And so, you know, it's just about them having like, you know, two homes, Um, August of Berlin's first day of school. So it's like, you know, they go to school, but because they're so different, they experience that first day of school very different from one another. So it's just like, you know, a book where they'll eternally be two and a half years old even though they're almost four (laughs) and just kind of explaining different life situations through their eyes. I love that. Are they involved with this book and giving you ideas or you just kind of take from, Uh, I'm just watching them, you know, but I'm definitely using the fact that they're on blackish. You know, they play baby Devante on blackish. And so I feel like, you know, that's like a really cool thing. And, you know, I would love to just create these images of them as we've seen them on this show, you know, Because they've been on it since they were six months old. I know. Um, and 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 kind of like encapsulating them at this age, you know, as as little book characters. I thought it'd be a fun, cute thing to do. I love that. I love. Yes, we have we have been able to watch them grow. Adorable little babies cannot tell who's who when they when they when even though they are like not even identical at all, which is what's funny about are you it. Kidding me. People like when when Blackish or even when I post photos, people are like, "Oh, that's August. Oh, that's like it's like everyone knows. It's no one is deceived by the fact that you know, like, oh, I can't tell. Like everyone's like, they look so different. They look so different from one another. But they use both like on the, they interchange them on the show. They though. play the same baby. I remember thinking, I can't go to this audition. They're not identical. And like they got it. And every year they're like, well, let's you know, the first couple of years, they were like, well, let's just see if they look more alike, or if they were like, look totally, even their hair, one has straight hair, one has curly hair, one has a round face, one has like my face, and it's like, it's so obvious, and they're like, eh, no one cares, <laughs> it's like everyone's in on the joke now, it's like, they're not identical, I could not tell, people. I could not tell in, watch, in watching this show, I mean, it, it works, it works, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one, it's like, it's whatever, it's super fun though. And like best cast and group of people like ever. Yeah, I love they're really great. They're such a great group. Um, I do want to ask you one final question, and that is, you know, since you've been vegan and since you kind of leaned into it for nutritional reasons, 
How have you felt um, your body change or your health change in any way because of the vegan diet? <laughs> I, I love to say things that are inappropriate. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I, I feel that. like, you know, as far as just like how my, my, my uh, digestive system functions, it just functions much more efficient now. And for me, that's like a big deal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I found like the most like nicest way I could say that. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also no, I, I mean I, I, I feel good. You know, I don't I, I get my blood work done constantly. I take I do supplement a bit, you know, so I take my B three uh and B twelve vitamins, you know, and I also take a multi. Um, sometimes I take iron. I definitely give my kids iron because you know, because they're young people, I wanna make sure that um, you know, they're not deficient in anything either. I give them multivitamins. And so I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. I don't, I don't crave it. I don't miss it. I don't feel like I'm needing it. I feel like if I did, I would probably adjust, Yeah. but nothing has come up for me. I feel like super great. I do come into people who say, oh, you know, it's not everyone can do it. I tried it and I had all these issues. And, you know, I do know that a lot of people do try to go vegan, but they don't, and again, that's why I feel like it's so important to get the, the information behind it because then you know like what your body needs and like, you know, to, to have like a well-rounded diet. And I feel like a lot of people go into it not really knowing what to eat. And so people are like hungry all the time and they're like, I'm so busy. And I just like eat like spinach all the time. And it's like, okay, but like you have to also eat grains and you also have to make sure you're getting like more protein. You have to make sure you're getting like, you know, a well-rounded diet just like you would if you're eating nor you know not a vegan diet yeah so I feel great but I also feel like I am mindful about making sure I'm like hitting different food groups <laughs> when I'm eating yeah. as well I love that well Portia it has been delightful talking to you um, I'm so glad we finally did this <laughs> me, too. me too I really really am and I hope one day we can do it face to face I really look forward yes. to that so thank you thank you so much well, that does it for this episode of the Vegan Sexy Cool podcast. And a huge thank you to Portia for sharing her story and insight. Let me know what takeaways you have from our conversation today. I have so many. And really, any of the conversations that you hear on this podcast series, leave a comment and please take the time to sub subscribe. Can I get that out? Subscribe and tell a friend. Hey, also, follow us on social media at Vegan Sexy Cool. And we have a website too. Of course, that is vegansexycool.com. So we are everywhere. Just here to help you get your vegan life. I'm Jackie Reed, everybody. Until next time, stay safe and stay sane. <music>